This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. It looks like the Liberals are going to be calling a snap election. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! <laughs> the worst kept secret in, a, in Canada. Justin Trudeau planning to call a snap election for September 20th, according to sources. This is just so weird that they can say, you know what? If we had an election right now, I think we'd win. Let's yeah. do it. There should just be a standard, you know, set of times that you're allowed to do it in. Like, it's just, you know... Two years earlier than scheduled. So, (laughs) there's supposed to be another election in two years, but... Like, in any other time, like, in the last decade, it would have been annoying. You know, during COVID, it's like, we have more important things to do right now. Yeah. Stop. It's not cheap to put on an election. Spending a lot of money to do it. And we have, like, the federal government should be focusing elsewhere not on a campaign which they've been doing for three months kind of subtly everyone's been positioning you felt it huh yeah of course uh-huh Such well a dirty trick september the 20th we looks like we're going to be going to the polls official announcement uh, expected to come maybe today i mean this is what everyone's talking about so mm-hmm. the liberals have not commented but they're gonna have to. It's it's inevitable here. I I heard it was gonna happen on Sunday. Sunday, yeah, which is weird. <sighs> yeah, it's just, off news day, you know. But maybe they do it Sunday so Monday everyone can jump on it, and start talking about it. I guess so. Yeah, what do you do as a politician if you're running for office now? You can't really shake hands and kiss babies like you used to. <laughs> gonna have you to... elbow bump and peace sign. <laughs> elbow bump, peace sign, and nod. <laughs> Gonna have to figure out a plan B there. Time for sports here. Mike Stubbs joins us from Global News Radio. In for Devin Peacock this week. And single game betting. We now know a little bit more about how this is going to work in the province of Ontario, Stubbs. We sure do. Uh, What we have is single game betting coming as early as August 27th. So a couple of weeks, Attorney General David Lametti was hosting a news conference and said Canadians will have the opportunity to participate in single-event sport betting in a regulated and safe environment at the discretion of the provinces and territories. Essentially what's going on here, Canadians are betting anyway, right, guys? Look at how much money is being spent. But Government always wants a slice of that pie. Look at that. Nobody's paying taxes. So now when you make single-game betting available then all of a sudden you've got more tax dollars to play with. So that's exactly what's happening here. But we're talking billions. Some estimates say as much as $14 billion is spent by Canadians on single-game betting each year. So wow. that's a big slice of tax dollars that, hey, could actually yeah. help all that's of a lo- That's a lot of money that the politicians will find some way to squander. <laughs> uh, I got the press release here. OLG celebrates enactment of single-event sports betting with Digital ProLine Plus coming soon. President and CEO of OLG says, we've been looking forward to offering single-event sports wagering to adult Ontarians for many years. We're thrilled we'll be able to incorporate an exciting feature that bettors have been waiting for in a legal online sports book. Uh, the website, they're saying you can sign up now for your account, proline.ca, if you're looking forward to getting, uh, getting on this right away. And if you do it, you'll be eligible for a $50 sports bonus offer. Do it Look today. You can turn that into millions. Easy. 
I'm a little nervous because I haven't really got on the online gambling train now, and I, I, you know, I, I know I'm going to. Are you guys a little nervous that yeah, it's too you, easy? You might be losing a bit of money, or you know, people who shouldn't be losing money are yeah. losing money. The thing that has prevented me from sports betting to this point is I don't want some big guy with a baseball bat showing up at my door if I don't have the cash <laughs> to pay, <laughs> breaking my legs. Mm-hmm. Is the government going to do that too? Put I hope you, not. Put your fingers in a vice and. Get the hammer out. If you see the government make an announcement that they have, you know, purchased a whole bunch of baseball bats from a manufacturer, then, <laughs> then you've got to worry. If those tax dollars start going to, you know, clubs and baseball bats. Cinder blocks and chains. we got to be concerned. Are you going to do it, Stubbs? Are you going to start betting on, on games? No, because everything I pick, the opposite happens. It happens in stocks. It happens in games. So <laughs> I could be helpful to you guys. You tell me who you want to win. I'll pick the other team, and it'll work out happily ever after for you. And uh, I'll be the guy waiting for the government to knock on the door with the bat. I think the safe money is betting on a Vander Kane's team to lose, right, guys? Yeah, easy money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stubbs. Have a great weekend, man. We're always giving out free multi-million dollar ideas on our show. Mm-hmm. We give you the spark. If you run with the idea, you'll become a wealthy person. It's that simple. Jim, earlier in the week, you had the idea for a, wi- a bag of wish chips. Yeah, Lay's Potatoes. Oops, all wish chips. You know, you know, looking through the bag, there's a couple of wish chips in there folded on I didn't know what a wish chip was, yeah. but it's uh, yeah, the, the folded over kind of like a double chip that mm-hmm. you'll sometimes find in a bag. And it's the best parts, and why not make that the whole oh, the bag? The whole bag, whole bag of wish chips. Good idea. Um, I was talking to Boss Brad yesterday, and we had this great idea for an entrepreneur out there. This could make you some big bucks. It's a food truck okay, called Leftovers. Hmm. You know Go how on. there's some food that tastes better the next day? Hmm. Turkey, you know. Kentucky fried chicken. Cold Kentucky fried chicken in the fridge. Cold pizza. Mm-hmm. This is what we'd be serving. So we will... <laughs> Wait, cold? Yes. <laughs> we'll buy Kentucky fried chicken, and then we'll keep it in the fridge for 24 hours, and then we'll sell yesterday's pizza and kentucky fried chicken today okay okay because it always tastes better when it's cold the next day mm-hmm. but you can't buy it that way you gotta buy it hot and fresh okay 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 i'm just thinking about your overhead here so you're gonna like unless you're waiting out by the dumpster <laughs> until they throw the old stuff out why wouldn't the person yeah, yeah, just yeah, so buy it the night before and leave it in their own fridge or, or we'd we'd make something close to uh I, we'd use 10 herbs and spices. You know, we're going to, we'd make our sure. own. But, it, like, fried chicken always tastes better the next day. Yeah, yeah. When it's cold in the fridge. At least I think so. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely good. Maybe it's just like you're so hungry. I don't know, or hungover that that's usually, it tastes good, but. Me personally? No, I mean, in general. <laughs> in general. You like it? What was the name of it again? Leftovers. <laughs> Food truck, big sign, you know, cursive writing, leftovers, light up, boom. Listen, I'm not going to invest, but I'll I'll, I'll Photoshop you a logo if you want. (laughs) There's something there. There there might be. For sure. This cannot be a true story. This woman who dislocated her jaw while eating the KFC sandwich. No, it's true and it's relatable. 
she this woman she was in the UK uh 34 years old um and they have a new burger I don't know if it's over here but it's this called the KFC stacked chicken burger and there's a like a chicken breast in the burger and then a hash brown on top of the chicken breast so it's a it's it's pretty tall she goes to eat it um and her her she got lockjaw basically she dislocated her jaw because the sandwich was too big yeah she opened her mouth so wide <laughs> that her she heard a popping noise and she couldn't close her jaw and now she's like now she's dealing with all these uh after effects like crazy things like uh non-epileptic epileptic seizures she's having trouble Come on. she has tmj now okay i i believe it's right first i heard it and i thought it was like a marketing campaign like the new uh chicken stack burger is so big you'll dislocate your jaw <laughs> didn't you want to be like one of those snakes but i can't see <laughs> It'll give you seizures as being a good marketing <laughs> campaign. So yeah, okay, maybe this well, is real. And and you know how much of it is real because you know it's it does reek of lawsuit a little bit. But we've complained about this before, Taz. Like burgers are so tall, not necessarily at fast food restaurants, but a lot of these pubs and restaurants you go to. I mean, the burger looks fantastic, but it's eight inches tall, and you either got to squish it down and then mm-hmm. get your hands all greasy or, you know, cut it apart and eat it differently. Yeah. You cut it and, and eat it like a salad. Just chop it up in little pieces and eat it with a fork. And you just feel so emasculated. <laughs> well, you start doing more jaw stretches, Jim. <laughs> Apparently. Feel, get the yoga super, bands out. Feel super manly. Well, it, is she suing? Uh, it didn't say, it didn't say, but she had to endure allegedly five operations and has 12 screws put in her mouth. So, I mean, maybe she was, you know, her body was, it was going to happen eventually, but she's building the case, that's for sure. Are you following on the Facebook page? We got a message, a guy complaining about a conversation we had yesterday. Yeah, I saw it. And I made the mistake of, of biting and responding to him. Do you have it pulled up? I do. I just pulled, yeah, I got Read it. Read his original comments. We, we, I'll, I'll give a little pretext. We had a conversation yesterday. There's an article of vice.com about these ads that are popping up on adult websites. And it makes it look like if you put apple cider vinegar on your privates or you insert apple cider vinegar into your body, um, it's like some magic serum that will make your penis bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we were talking about this article where a bunch of doctors say, no, that is not the case. Do not do it. You could actually uh, get some side effects like irritated skin or an infection if you try and put stuff inside of you. So we were talking about that yesterday, saying it doesn't work. Apple cider vinegar will not make your junk grow. Mm-hmm. And our buddy Ed here... Old Ed has a problem with that. Yeah. He says, uh, hey guys, I heard you on the radio saying that apple cider vinegar can cause infections on your penis and testicles. Do you have any idea how incredibly misinformed you are? What is your source? Like, who are these doctors that you are claiming said this? Did you know apple cider vinegar can easily cure and prevent yeast infection and many other bacterial infections all over your body? Maybe it can. I mean, we sure. have it around the house and we use it for, you know, like I said Salad yesterday, dressing. cleaning the <laughs> cleaning the dog is like one of those like farmer's almanac things yeah, that people your have. Your dog got home. sprayed by a skunk, you used apple cider vinegar and sure, it worked. Sure. But here's the bottom line, Ed. Does it make your junk bigger? 
Let us know, Ed. <laughs> you seem to have a lot around the house. <laughs> I, it sounded like, like Ed might own an apple cider vinegar factory. Man, at least a lot of stocks. And we have uh, we've cut into his retirement plan, or he just feels like a moron because he's been soaking his his penis in apple cider vinegar for the past three years, thinking yeah. that eventually it was going to start growing. But it, he hasn't got a yeast infection, so I mean, he still has a win. That's good. <laughs> but then he keeps uh, responding, and it turns out this isn't about apple cider vinegar at all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So he says, you aren't doctors, are you? So why would you be speculating on medical topics? Everyone is so used to talk show hosts like you two making up lies and perpetuating medical myths surrounding the virus. Oh, now for a year and a half, you guys have no clue what's going on in reality. Jim, you folded. You're a corporate sellout now. Taz, you're a square piece. Way to go, Jim. You sell out. <laughs> Trying to keep apple cider vinegar down. Isn't that funny, though? It's like it wasn't about apple cider vinegar. Never that was, was a Trojan horse yeah. to get in. It's amazing how many people are mad at me or, or us, you know, about, like, saying talk to your doctor and, you know, maybe encouraging people to get the vaccine and stuff, acting like it's our fault. tricking yeah. people or something. Well, they, think, just- they think we have uh, meetings um, with higher-ups mm-hmm. who tell us what to say, and we're in on the conspiracy. I was having dinner the other night, and a guy I know, he, he did a similar thing. You know, I'm allergic to everything, so I was placing my order, and I'm like, hey, um, uh, no tomato, uh, no tree nuts. I'm allergic to tree nuts. And he's like, you know that allergies aren't real, right? <laughs> Allergies aren't real. People aren't allergic to food. They're allergic to stuff you put in food. I'm like, wow, I wish somebody had told me that allergies weren't real when I was 12 before I went into anaphylactic shock and cardiac arrest. That would have been some useful information. Why didn't anybody tell Macaulay Culkin that uh, allergies aren't real when he got stung by that bee? That was a super traumatic. Yeah, (laughs) my girl. (laughs) allergies aren't real okay and then of course uh he got into he started asking me about how censorship and we're not allowed to say this or that about i like we could say whatever we want you're underestimating how lazy we are yeah or how unimportant we are (laughs) or how important we are yeah do you think do you think we are sitting in five hour meetings after the show to you know get the latest update on the conspiracy the wool we're pulling over everybody's eyes no or even that like Chorus Radio is telling us what to say. We were just doing our own thing. We we're like reading about what the doctors are saying and the and the medical experts and the and the local ones, and we're just you know doing our best to try to relay the correct information. Yeah, these doctors in this article say the apple cider vinegar thing is not going to work. Okay, if you're anti apple cider vinegar, if you're pro apple cider vinegar, that is your own personal choice. But the doctors in this article would recommend against it. That's all we're saying. Mm -hmm. Ed, good luck. If it does start working, let us know. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, if you get a couple extra inches, Ed, (laughs) let us know. That uh, Free Guy movie, Ryan Reynolds' new one, well, it's new, I guess, but it's been sitting on a shelf for a year. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it at another movie at least a year and a half ago. It's uh, coming out today in theaters, and it's getting really good reviews. So obviously they knew they had a a decent film on their hands, and they've held it back, and it's not available. I know they've been doing that thing where they 
release it in theaters, and you can stream it on one of the services same day. That's not happening with this movie. So if you want to see Free Guy, you got to go to the movie theater. All right. I don't know. We haven't even freed Britney yet, have we? Yes, kind of. Oh, that's right. Didn't her dad agree to no longer be in charge of her conservatorship yeah. or whatever? He's, he's, he stepped down. Um, I didn't really read the whole article, to be honest. I just read the headline. But he stepped down. I don't know who's going to take over. I, don't, I, I, I hope it's herself, but part of me says probably not. Yeah. Um, She's been doing a lot of topless stuff on her Instagram. Have you seen any of that, Jim? No, I haven't. <laughs> what do you mean, like pure topless? Or yeah, well, she's whole, she puts her hands over her her uh, nipples, but she's been posting a lot of videos of her kind of dancing around without a shirt on. And then Dad is rubbing it in Dad's face. He's finally like, "All right, I'll <laughs> put go. your shirt back on, and I, I'll step down." Jeepers! Yeah. Free guy in theaters today. There's a new Aretha Franklin, not documentary, it's a biopic where um, they have Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin. Nice. That's a good combo. Good, yeah. Aretha's uh, choice. She handpicked her to play Mm. her before she passed away. She she said, I want you to play me in the movie. So that's pretty cool. And then there's a sequel to the uh, horror film Don't Breathe that comes out today. Did you see that one? Don't breathe. It was good. It's about the the girl who breaks into the house to steal money, and the guy living there is blind. He can't see, but he has really good hearing, and so it's like really suspenseful. Oh, and he traps her or something. Is that right? Okay, and okay. because she has to be quiet, and so it's kind of like Quiet Place, where it's like everyone's so quiet, so when yeah. something happens, it scares the heck out of you. Scary Marco Polo is what it sounds <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> Murder Polo. Murder Polo. Damn it. Why'd you say Polo, Jim? <laughs> You're going to get us killed. It's a compulsion. Major League Baseball had their Field of Dreams game last night. Jim, you're really excited about this. You feel like they, they absolutely nailed it. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of half-assing going around during these nights, and it's all a novelty, and they're just trying to, you know, maybe make money or get headlines. But they, it looked amazing. You know, the corn looked awesome. The fence looked old school. <laughs> you know, I appreciate good corn, Taz. Yeah, this is, a, if you're not familiar, Jim Kelly grew up in a town called Mitchell, Ontario, mm-hmm. the home of Mitchell Corn Fest annually. And uh, you are on board. If anything is is putting corn in the spotlight, you will be there for it. Yeah, like I played a little bit of baseball growing up, not near cornfield, but our soccer fields were right next to cornfields. So I just really, really resonated with me. But sports next to corn is your thing. <laughs> but like, like I said, like the sign, you know, even the I think the uniforms were even kind of yeah, you know, a little more old school. They the old have the timing names on the back. Yeah, they just you know I was just really impressed. Stupid that they're going to do it again, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like the outdoor classic for the NHL. It was like it was awesome once, and then who cares after that? Yeah, it, it's just uh, let's uh, let's bleed this thing dry. As long as we can make money from it, we'll keep doing it until people stop showing up. Yeah. But with the field of dreams, you know, if if you build it, they will come. <laughs> So, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Did you know that uh, somebody texted us because we, we were uh, teeing this up the other day that it was happening and someone's like, Taz, you keep saying if you build it, they will come. In the movie, that's not the line. And what? I, I looked it up. Listen carefully here. 
Do you hear it? Did you say he will? He will instead of they? Is that was? If you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. Is that even? Should we even be playing that? Is that radio friendly? I don't know. <laughs> what are you building a sex swing? Jeez! <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh, referring to his dad, baby. But I, my entire life, I thought it was. If you build it, they will come, yeah. meaning the cars at the end of the movie, people are going to come to watch oh, your baseball game. I thought it was the guys coming out of the cornfield. Right. Multiple men. Yeah. That's like, yeah, I guess like Luke, I am your father. That never was said. It's just I am your father. It's one of those movie things that yeah. the, the phrase is completely wrong. Uh, text message here. Instead of doing another Field of Dreams game, they need to do a Sandlot-themed game. <laughs> <laughs> s'mores s'mores in the crowd have a big dog like if they hit a home run <laughs> on the big... other side of the fence there's a giant dog that would be fun yeah. here's another text message this one's from steve guys the nhl totally needs to do a slap shot night yep bench clearing brawls in every period yeah everybody's got to wear thick rimmed glasses tin foil <laughs> on their knuckles <laughs> under their gloves Taz and Jim joined by Mike Stubbs from Global News Radio, who's in for a vacationing Devin Peacock. Hey, Stubbs. Hey. Field of Dreams, the big Major League Baseball game in the cornfield last night, and uh, they went all out, didn't they? How great was this? You could actually accuse Major League Baseball of having a movie script and using it last night. They're in Dyersville, Iowa, so picture it. You have the Field of Dreams field. There is no fence. It's corn. And last night, you have the ninth inning, starting with the Chicago White Sox leading the New York Yankees 7-4. to four. And in that top of the ninth, Aaron Judge comes to the plate, hits a home run. Giancarlo Stanton comes to the plate, hits a home run. All of a sudden, Yankees are winning 8-7. Wow. They go to the bottom of the ninth inning, and one of the best players in Major League Baseball that nobody talks about, Tim Anderson, steps up to the plate and hits a home run to win it. Anderson hits it in the Pretty remarkable. The fireworks start going off. The visual was incredible. It was uh, definitely a moment that will live on in Major League Baseball. Well, obviously it'll live on. They, they're going to do it again. <laughs> they're like, wow, this worked out well. Mm -hmm. They've announced they're going to do another cornfield game next year. Was Kevin Costner in the crowd, at least? Did somebody make that happen? Kevin Costner, at the start of the game, he came walking out of the cornfield... He just appeared holding the baseball, walked out of the cornfield, and then all the players, when they came onto the field, they came out of the corn. Thank God. You know, a lot of times they do these novelty things in sports, and they kind of only do a half measure. They, they truly went all out doing this last night. Even the scoreboard was like a barn. It was like the side of a barn with a guy on a ladder putting the numbers up. How long were those guys waiting in the corn before the game started? <laughs> All those bugs are landing on them. <laughs> What's it? I guess they had to like figure out when the corn was going to be high enough to have the game. Like they couldn't have done this 
back in June. Well, oh, well, barely knee high in June, Taz. Yeah, what's the what's the old saying, Jim? Knee high by July. Knee high by here. July. So you got to yeah. wait mid August. <laughs> Here's Kevin Costner addressing the crowd before the game got underway. Thirty years ago, on the other side of that corn, we filmed a movie that stood the test of time. Thanks to that enduring impact that that little movie had, it's allowed us to come here again. But now we're on a field that Major League Baseball made. It's perfect. We've kept our promise. Major League Baseball has kept its promise. The dream's still alive. There's probably just one question to answer. Is this heaven? I don't think I heard you. Is this heaven? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Quit shouting no when I asked. (laughs) Didn't it sound like everyone's like, no, this isn't heaven. In heaven, beers don't cost $12. (laughs) But here's the problem. What do they do next year? You have what? You have the guys walking out of the corn again. You got the guy on the ladder with the barn. Kevin Costner comes out. Is James Earl Jones still around? That's an idea. Right. Maybe it's time to do a Bull Durham night, Major League (laughs) Baseball. Now you're thinking. This one's been done. It's not going to get any better. It really was a movie ending to uh, the Field of Dreams game last night. Thanks, Stubbs. Let's call Port Dover. We called the Pioneer Gas Bar there last Friday the 13th, and we got a great gal on the phone. She was a ton of fun. Let's see if she's working this morning. Get the number here. Hope so. Pioneer Jill speaking. Oh, we were hoping you'd answer the phone, Jill. Oh, let me guess. Taz and... <laughs> Taz and that other guy, what's his Jim? name? Taz That's and it. Jim. Yes, it's Taz and Jim calling. There you go. We talked to you last uh, Friday yeah, the 13th, did. and things weren't going great with uh, all Wait, the just, restrictions. Just, yeah, just a minute. Yeah. Do your thing. Anything else this morning? No. 3410, please. I'm on my own. I got people. Yeah, you're busy there? Not busy, just it's my usual morning. Well, that's good because. The guys iced up and out to work in this heat. Dover was a ghost town last Friday the 13th, so we're, oh, we just yeah. wanted to call and make sure that the bikes were rolling in and you guys were uh, in a better place. 6590 is your change. I thank you. Do you need your smoke too? No. No? You're covered? Yeah. All right. Have a good day. Stay hydrated. Stay safe. Jill, you sell a lot of smokes on Friday the 13th? Any day. Yeah. <laughs> the Dover darts are rolling. <laughs> darts are rolling. That's right. Have you seen bikes? Or, uh, are people there? It, not it, too many. Three or four. Anything else today, sir? Fourteen ten from fifty. Thank you. This isn't even the motorcycle crowd yet. It's hopping. No, there's nothing going on yet. What time do people usually start showing up? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Oh, usually so- they showed up yesterday, but we got, uh, it's a non-event this year, per se. Okay. But still, we have no extra vendors, no camping. Hmm. 3590 is your change, sir. Sorry, on the radio. The radio calls, you got to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. A bag for that? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. It's Taz yeah, and Who's so His Face no, uh, from the radio. No there's no extra vendors, just the local people doing a good business fair today, and, uh, like the good old days when just people come and ride to town for a nice ride, visit their friends, see the bikes, and go home. So right it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully everybody will stay safe. Well, our dream is to, we want to do our show live from a motorcycle sidecar. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and come up to Port Dover when things are, are back, fully open. We want to, and can we stop in and see you uh, in person? Oh, boy, can you ever, as long as there's no photos, anything else to say? <laughs> we agree. That's why we're on the radio. <laughs> okay, we'll let you go. It sounds like it's pretty busy at Pioneer Gas there. Thank you. Okay, bye, bye. Jill. In Port Dover. Happy Friday the 13th. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.